0: Nine minutes after five o'clock, it is. And we go from refereeing to talking golf with Ashley Bahai, who is SA top ranked female golfer. She now joins me on the line. Ashley, a warm welcome to the show and thank you for your time on this Saturday. Thanks for having me, Romy. Always good to have you. I mean, let's chat. It's day 72 of a level three lockdown. How have you managed um, this pandemic that we find ourselves in the midst of?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, it's been an adjustment for everybody. but I think in particular, you know, us athletes, we used to traveling, we used to being active. Um, so it has been an adjustment. Being in one place for a long time, in mm-hmm. a way, has been nice. Not living out of a suitcase for a while. I've <laughs> managed, I set up a, a net in the garden and was headed into a net for the first, you know, month or so. But then it kind of got a little bit boring.
0: Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're based out in the USA. So where are you quarantining? Actually here in South Africa at home?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm in Johannesburg. Um, my husband and I live here when we're not in the States. And we chose... Our tournaments kept getting cancelled and pushed out, so we knew we weren't going to be playing until at least July. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. said, well, let's rather stay here. Um, you know, we, we were with f- friends and family and not by ourselves. And, yeah,
0: um, yeah. Where well, were you when the coronavirus hit? And obviously, to you know, did you have to scurry home very quickly? Yeah. Where, where about were you?
1: So we were originally in Australia when... You know, everything first started coming about, especially our first lot of tournaments. We were in Australia. We were supposed to be going to Singapore and Thailand, and those got cancelled. So we flew home from Australia. Um, Luckily, we got back here. It was about the 20th of February. Managed to just get in the South African ESSA Open. Mm -hmm. um, And then, you know, uh, South Africa went into lockdown, I think, about 10 days later. But by then, our tournaments had already been cancelled almost through to May in the States. So we knew we weren't going to be trapped traveling or playing for a long time yeah
0: yeah and what does that feel like because yes it's nice to be at home and in one place and not living out of a suitcase but Mm -hmm. i'm sure you're like okay so when can i pack the suitcase and when can i kind of get on with my career
1: yeah it was a cash 22 at first you're like okay at least we are going to be home but you know obviously now as it gets extended more and more and for me it's a case now we're going to be starting up we've been Mm told in august and it's not okay, so, well, we need to get out of here.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, flight's mm-hmm.
1: going to be easy. Uh, as athletes, we have um, access to leave when we need to, but it's still trying to get a flight out of South Africa as our borders are closed. So we're going to have to deal with that in about the next month and try to make a decision of trying mm-hmm. to make our way back.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I guess it's a myth that golfers don't have to stay fit. You do have to have a level mm-hmm. of fitness. So apart from, obviously, the net in the backyard, what mm-hmm. have you been doing?
1: I've been doing... Um, three times a week zoom sessions with my trainer. Um, so we've managed to do that. Obviously there's only so much you can do a lot of, um, you know, self work in terms of bands and body work. Mm -hmm. I mean, body weight, body weight work. So, you know, but you still kind of get a little bit bored of that and it would be nice to get into an actual gym,
0: but
1: we have to be patient and, um, You know, otherwise this is going to get out of hand even Mm -hmm. more out of hand than it really is.
0: I mean, because you're an athlete, are there moments of like sheer frustration? Because Mm -hmm. I know I've gone through the highs and the lows as well. You know, the ebb and the flow and that you're trying to stay positive. But is it just a moment where you just want to scream at the top of your (laughs) lungs because you've got work to do, yet you can't do it?
1: Yeah, I feel like I had a moment like that this week where there was hope that, You know, once we went into level three, that non-contact sports, we were going to be able to resume. And golf courses were going to be able to open. And then we got the word, well, we're not going to be able to open. You know, so it was this kind of week. It hit me. I I was pretty down about it. Um, But golf RSA are fighting a lot to try to get golf courses to open. And Mm -hmm. obviously, they've said professional athletes can start to train again. But yeah. with us, it, it works differently. You know, Golf courses aren't going to only open for professionals. They are not going to make money that way. Mm. It's the, they make money and they're able to save jobs by the amateurs coming back to play. But, you know, it's also there's a lot of consideration to take in and they've got to find out ways they can do it safely.
0: Yeah. You said you and your husband travel together. I know you got married in December mm-hmm. of 2016. Is it a lot of catch-up time for you as a couple as well on things that you didn't get to do based on traveling?
1: Um, yeah, I guess it is, you know, been in one place for a long time. I think it's the longest we've been in one place for the (laughs) last 10 years.
0: Um,
1: so yeah, it is. He's managed to keep himself busy, started a little, a little business on the side, um, because he's cadding obviously, you know, income for him during this time too. Mm -hmm. So, You know, it's affecting everybody, but we're lucky that we're together in it. And then once we're able to travel and get back to what we're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, we're together. And that helps a lot.
0: It does. It does. And being at home as well, would you say it's better to have been here and for you guys to have made that decision as opposed to being anywhere else in the world?
1: I think so. You know, South Africa is still home to us. Um, Although I'm in the States or we're in the States most of the year, we don't have a base there yet. So, to be in your home comfort, um, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, I mean, we had the option to go to America, um, but we we chose to stay here rather. Mm. And also, you know, in terms of health care and everything, we're not everything, all our insurance is here. So, if anything had to happen, um, you know, with COVID and that, we at least we know we'd be taken care of
0: here. Yeah. yeah. Actually, take me through... I guess your introduction to golf and why it is that it has taken you as far as it had, because where did the love start?
1: I love all sports from a young age. Um, You know, I played school, hockey, uh, tennis, um, I played cricket, soccer, everything. But I think golf being an individual sport and taking responsibility, and, you know, it's all on you. At least, you know, with a, a team sport, if you're not having a great day, you can kind of get away with it with a team. Um, but I think I always liked having that sole responsibility. And for some reason, I've, I just loved it more than any other sport. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: from a young age, at six years old, I was dragging my dad to a driving range. He never had to push me. The love of the game was always there. And I think that's why I'm still playing today.
0: That's amazing. Does it run in your family, um, golf, or was it just a sport that you picked up and decided, let me give it a try, as you did with all the other sports? Uh, my dad
1: just plays socially. he was a i mean a single figure handicap um when I was young, mm-hmm. so you know he had he had a good eye for it and i mean he he picked up that, that good hand eye coordination from a young age he was like, well, she can catch a ball and kick a soccer ball. let me see if she can hit a golf ball, and I could <laughs> <laughs> so it's just something I that I I was drawn to more than other sports.
0: But is this what you wanted to do? Or I, I know that at school, you know, they introduce you to a range of different mm-hmm. careers and what you could possibly go into. But was sport always going to be first choice or was there something else that you were thinking of?
1: No, it was always sport. Um, you know, from a young age, I was telling my grade two teacher that I wanted to be a professional golfer. So, you know, I just say some things are meant to happen. Um, And it's it's almost hard to explain sometimes. I almost say golf chose me. Mm. I was luckily blessed with this talent and I've been able to go a long way with it. But if not, I mean, I wanted to play hockey or tennis. Um, But golf was still always the number one sport and what I worked the hardest, I would say.
0: I guess it's the words that you put out into the universe, right? Already Mm -hmm. you knew from grade two what it is you were Mm -hmm. going to do. And then your name is etched in the history books as well, because youngest player to win the Lady South African amateur stroke player and match play double and the first player in 101 years to win the Lady South African Open title three times. What are you made of?
1: Yeah, um, you know, it was goals that I'd set from a young age that I wanted to break and it was a stepping stones. Well, you want to be the best in South Africa mm. and then once you've achieved that, I turned pro at 18 and a lot of people were like, well, that's very young, you should go to college but I felt I was ready. I'd competed against you know professionals already I'd proven I could win as an amateur and a professional against professionals so I was like well I feel I'm ready for the next step so yeah. you know the South Africa gave me good grounding um I had opportunity to travel overseas and play overseas every year to test myself as an amateur so mm-hmm. I knew I was ready mm-hmm. um and then it's just it's been a progression you know you're going to have highs and lows as anybody is but the last you know 6 years have been um very steady, and I'm very happy playing full-time in America.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, in 2007, the Catalonia Ladies' Masters was your third event as a professional. So, obviously, as an amateur, yes, playing with the pros and then going ahead. And and just, I guess, are you an overachiever? Has everything come your way, the way you see it in your mind's eye? Would you say a little early, or would you say right on time?
1: Um, I think in the beginning, I came a little early. Um, I won easily as an amateur, then I turned professional, like you said, I won my third event out, and I was like, well, nothing's changed, mm-hmm. this game's easy. But then it has a way of, um, you know, coming back to to bite you in the butt a bit, uh, and I had my struggles between, I'd say, 2008 and 2010, um, I lost my status in America, accepted I had to go back to Europe, but then built myself up again, mm-hmm. um, won in Europe again, and then I've been full-time in the states since yeah, my since 2014 so, so. You know, there's going to be highs and lows, as there isn't anything. But you've just got to know that the highs make it all worth it.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. What is still left to do? Because obviously, we find ourselves here, 2020, um, on a bit of a go slow. You know, mm-hmm. waiting in anticipation as to what the future brings. But what 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 were you supposed to do in this Olympic year? Um, what was on your to-do list? Where were you supposed to travel to and participate?
1: Well, it would have be been mainly in the states. Um, You know, again, we had the Olympics. That was um, one of the things that we would have been playing, playing in and representing South Africa. So it's obviously a shame we don't get to do that. But hopefully we will next year. And obviously what's next on the list is to win a tournament in the States. You know, I've won in Europe, haven't won in the States. I've been close a few times. Um, so that was on the bucket list this year and obviously the next few years. Yeah, And I got off to a good start. I mean, I only played in one tournament on the LPGA. I finished 13th, so it was a, a good start to a first tournament.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What, what do you think is a miss, you know, in wanting to win in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Um, but coming close, so close yet so far, what is missing? It's just, you know,
1: you need it's a luck. I mean, when it happens that week, everything goes your way. It's a bit of both. Obviously, hard work and practice. Um, and then on those weeks, you need a bit of luck. You know, I finished a few years ago, I finished second by one shot. In Asia, I finished third. And then last year, I was leading the British Open going into the last two rounds. Um, but it's getting comfortable in those positions, being in contention on the weekend. And I feel like I've put myself in contention a few times now that hopefully the next time I... I get in that position, I can close it out.
0: Mm-hmm. What has been your highest moment, would you say, in your career so far?
1: Um, it's weird. I still say one is winning the South African amateur double for the first time. I think because it's goals you set yourself and you tick them off as you go along. Yeah. So even though I was an amateur, that's still one of the highs for me. And um, winning, winning the World Amateur Team Championships in 2006, along with Kelly Sheen and Stacey Bregman in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the amateur version of the of World Cup of Golf. and you know, We're the only South African women's team to ever do it. Um, and then probably the latest professional one would have been last year at the Women's um, British Open, playing in the final group the last two days and being mm. in contention.
0: Amazing. I have goosebumps just listening to you uh, <laughs> uh, talking from your highs to your lows. <laughs> Has there ever been a moment where you were so down that the sport that you love so much was something that you were pretty willing to give up?
1: I've never been at a point where I wanted to give up. I had a hip injury. I had hip surgery at the beginning of 2013 that had put me out for five months. Um, But I almost saw it as a blessing in disguise because I think I'd played so much by that point I was a little burned out. Mm. So at first I was obviously very disappointed that I was going to be out for that long. But once I came back, I realized it's what I needed to reboot and re-energize myself and find that love that... Of the game again Um, and it it proved well because end of 2013 I went back to the qualifying school in America I got my tour card back and I've been out there ever since so you know it's what I needed at the time
0: I Mm. think so was it hip surgery that you underwent
1: yeah I did hip surgery yeah do you trust that hip I do I've had no issues ever since so you know it's something that definitely I needed to do I played I played with pain for six months so I couldn't wow. do that any longer mm. um, and then once I had the surgery obviously it, take, it took a good year for it to feel completely 100% but now I've got no issues with
0: it That's good, that's good to hear and then in closing, what do you do? What do you do when your birthday is on May 11th and you mm. have a quarantine birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Not too much <laughs> Did Luckily, you bake yeah. your own cake? <laughs> yeah, what kind uh, of celebration? Uh, Zoom party? <laughs> yeah,
1: we had a few Zoom calls. And then my dad's birthday is the 12th of May, so we're a day apart. Oh, wow. So we moved in with my parents for the the initial lockdown. Mm-hmm. So at least be with them. And we got to celebrate our birthdays together. And not normally
0: home for it. So, and then there was Mother's Day. You
1: know, yeah, and yeah. Mother's Day. So, you know, we're all three in and, three and one and we got to at least be, be with each other. That's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, family. Family during this time, yeah. I think, is is everything absolutely everything Ashley, it's been great chatting thank you thank, thank you for you. sharing your time with us here on radio 2000 and we'll definitely be checking in you know before covid after covid wherever you are in the world i hope that you don't mind uh that Timmy and i give you a buzz from time to time not at all thanks for having me on more than welcome ashley behind there chatting to us about her career as a golfer and just where it all started so quarantine birthday guys um No, my birthday wasn't in quarantine. My daughter's birthday just missed it, like by two days. We were in Cape Town, had to scurry back here. But if it is that your birthday was a quarantine birthday, let me in. Because I often see these Zoom parties and I get a little bit jealous, you know, because I think my girlfriends and I need to rally together to have a Zoom party or two. But a phenomenal woman, you know, top ranked in South Africa, based out in the USA. And nice to know that SA is still her home, regardless of all the travels that she has done. And that her husband, uh, along with her have chosen essay as their home base, particularly during this time. Um, yeah, 25 minutes after five o'clock, you know what happens from half past five. It's about you, the 12th man.